everybody, and welcome again to another edition of the Library Pubcast. I am the new guy, Dan, sitting at the bar as usual. The owner, Mark, the dealer, Chris, the whiskey guy, Matt, and the beer guy, Kevin. If you're new to the Library Pubcast, I will tell you that it is a group of guys sitting around a bar, and it might get a little bit not safe for kids at times, but uh, we're going to talk whiskey. Might? Might. Yes. Just might. Uh, We don't. (laughs) We guarantee that. If you are in the Omaha area, Library Pub, 90th and Fort, one block south of it, just across the street from the Nebraska Humane Society and the aforementioned Taco Bell, which we don't get any love from. I don't, also, I don't want love from Taco Bell because they don't serve real food. Oh, they serve real food. No, they don't. Anybody that eats Taco Bell should just check themselves in. We got, Ab- we got Abelardo's right down the street. Go eat that. It's true. I eat it for what it's worth. It's cheap, and it gets me through the day. Chris loves that word cheap. Cheap. Is this where you agree with the word cheap? Is I would Taco Bell? That's why I didn't say anything. Inexpensive. <laughs> not All right. expensive. Today, there's quite a few things sitting around, a lot of bottles of stuff. What are we trying today? I am going to taste some. Well, what I brought to the table today is Glen Morangi's Signet, which is a non age statement single malt scotch from Glen Morangi. It's a Highland style scotch, it's very tasty. And it's, it's a Signet? Signet. Signet, okay. Like God. the ring. That's a very fancy bottle. There, there's actually, there's actually, well, Glen Morangi has two levels of booze, okay? They have their, their core, which is Quinta Rubin, La Santa, Ten Year, and there's one other. And that, those, they always, those are their reasonably priced scotches. Okay. Then they, then Not they. Cheap. They have their premium level, which is Extra Rare 18, Signet, and then their 25s, and their 25s, which are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Vintage statements. Expensive. They are expensive. (laughs) That's what I'm bringing to the table. We'll talk more about it when we get to me on that. And uh, Matt, what have you brought? Uh, Today, we will be tasting the fourth bottle from 2018 from the Booker's lineup. Kitchen table, mm, lovely, and it's Kev- really good. And Kevin can't like tell it. you what he's bringing to the table because it's a surprise. Ooh. Yes, you're Dun- gonna do I'll the beer. Pull that. I'll give you a hint though that it's a beer. It's a oh yeah, good hint, Kev. Cool. Good, yeah. hint. good hint. Way to go, yeah. since you're the beer guy. By the way, uh, it down right. Library Pub, forty-seven great beers on tap and Bud Light. Bud Light, drink it up. Lots of uh, fun no. going on with the uh, the AFC NFC Championship oh, games dude. on Sunday. We, we don't have to bring these up. It's Are okay. we still not recovered from this? Okay, well. Matt's a Matt's a Packers fan, and you know, well, he's oh, he should be used to disappointment by yeah. now. Hey, they at least have Super Bowls. They got well, a lot but, of uh, rings, and they've got a more recent Super Bowl than either the Niners or the Chiefs. I know the Chiefs for sure, but uh, yes, Niners haven't won anything since the eighties. Yeah, since Montana since, era, since Montana yeah. and Jerry Rice and Young. And, uh, did Steve Young uh, win a Super Bowl? Did he? Yeah, I, yeah, I think he, he won two. Yeah, I thought he won two. I don't know. I did a lot of drugs in the nineties. <laughs> In the 80s. I know, because well, it was... He was a little young in the 80s. That was back when I was still watching football. But maybe and it some. was between them and the Cowboys. Late 80s. Was the, uh, was the big rivalry, was the Cowboys and the Niners. Well, it's, it's two of America's teams. Yeah. You can't see when I shrug my shoulders, but I just shrugged my shoulders. Because <laughs> we're talking about the teams that beat your yeah. guys. <laughs> I'll tell you, the 49ers are going to be tough to beat. They look good. Before we get to the tasting, I wanted to... Uh, do you want to bring up what you were reading about? That great news for whiskey lovers worldwide because apparently there's going to not be a shortage. 
yeah, there's no, there's not going to be a shortage. It's just going to keep growing. Uh, they're probably going to get into new markets and stuff. We were reading like India, a, uh, yeah, a Nigeria. Just as far as they're always concerned with yeah. how much the whiskey trend is going up, up, up. When are we going to start hitting the downslope of it not being well, produced anymore? And Chris mentioned a lot of a lot of countries, but the big one he was mentioning was India, and I've tried a lot of Indian whiskey, and uh, I'm okay. I'm curious. I haven't. Out. It's yeah. I'm okay if it runs oh, out. Okay. It's, one, it's, it's not very good. If you guys, yeah, if you, I've never tried. I'll dump this buckers on the floor. <laughs> no, and then you can slurp it up with a straw. By right. on the floor, do you mean my mouth? No, I mean I literally mean the floor. Oh, fuck you. Right. Not, don't, what are you, Sir Richard? Hooter Schnooter? I love Heather Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and old saddle leather. He's the bane of our podcast. Old saddle leather. You swish it, and I've, then you dump it out. I've had a conspiracy for a while that when an industry needs an uptick in sales, that they just say, hey, uh, we had this happen, and all of a sudden we're going to have shortages. Like, there was a pork shortage for a few years, and all of a sudden prices skyrocketed. There's a cow shortage, and all of a sudden the steak prices skyrocketed. But they never come down when the shortage is over with. Why is it it's, that gas goes up a dime at a time and comes down a penny at a time? I don't get that. I don't you understand. get that. You get th- you're a smart enough guy. You get that. It's because we look at it and go, oh, hey, look, pe- gas came Ooh. down a penny. Ooh. Let's buy. Let's buy. It's only three eighty one now. Well, do you really look at the price cents? of gas before you buy it? I do, I'm, actually. Oh, because, see, I don't because I need gas. Because I live in Iowa, so it, I, I actually, since I commute back and forth between the two different states. An Iowegian. A council Tuckian. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. They have gas, though. They do. So, but every once in a while, Nebraska will have cheaper gas at certain gas stations, so I always keep track of... Keep track of that in my head when I get out about a quarter of a tank. Well, use, use the cheap. Today is and Mar- then, and then honestly, tomorrow is Martin Luther King Day, which <laughs> means the, the people. Yeah. Today Sunday, it's okay. Everybody. We're recording on Monday because I had the day off. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. Today oh. is Martin Luther King Day, and the two people that actually have jobs that don't have to work, one of them claims he's getting drunk. So now we're going to taste two whiskeys. Oh, one of the whiskeys I don't like, but we'll taste it just because Chris brought it up. Indian Which one? whiskey. That that one, the Indian whiskey? The yeah. Cool. No, I I'm down to try it. I I've never tried yeah. anything from India before as far as, well, as whiskeys are they. I'd, well, before we try it, I'm just going to tell you not to have real high hopes okay. so you're not overly disappointed. I was during it, the during the last whiskey Wednesday, you had us try the good one first so that the the really bad one which I freaking hated didn't ruin our palate. Do you want us to go with that same approach? Oh yeah, we're we're going to taste the signet first. Just going to ruin our palate right. No, the we're going to taste the signet first. <laughs> the the weird thing about Indian whiskey is it can only be made in one state in India, which is Goa, which is kind of like the whole province is the Las Vegas of India. The rest of Hindi- India is mostly Islamic or Hindu. Goa is not, so, you know, the the Islams, the Muslims, and the Hindus can't drink alcohol or make it, so Goa is where everybody goes to have fun. They go to Goa. And the weather is absolutely spectacular, and the beaches are beautiful. Okay, let's let's get on track. <laughs> let's just Jesus start Christ. The fact the fact that I am the guy that gets <laughs> tries to keep us on track is just, it's just last incredible. Week, last thing I was cracking up as I was editing the podcast because you were getting so pissed because you're like, there somebody had a question. What's the fucking question? Because <laughs> somebody asked a question. There was no question. There was no every question. one of us heard you go, there's no question. <laughs> you said there was gonna be a test. What's the what's the yeah, questions? I, well, I don't want to take a test. 
And then about four different times, you were the one that brought us back on track. So did you actually ask the Facebook world if there are questions this week? I did, but I kind of did it an hour before we started recording. So, oh. Oh, so I got to do that so a little quicker. Responded. Maybe, maybe you know, do it like the night before, you know. All right, like, all right. Like Saturday right. night. Good ideas. Saturday night, you <laughs> yeah. expect me to do something <laughs> on a Saturday night? Well, while you're drinking. That's an easy post. Just schedule oh, it. Uh, That's normal. Schedule it. Are we are we are we through four bottles of bourbon yet? I can't schedule anymore. Uh, no, I've my girlfriend had to talk with me and I slowed down oh, drinking. Oh no! Wow. <laughs> let's let's tell they sent him talk to Florida. What was the conversation <laughs> for a forty-five day program? <laughs> and he was back this in is, he was back 21. in two days. Yeah. This is how you relate <laughs> to <laughs> listeners. This is how you relate to listeners, huh. Dan. You tell them uh, about your about so your. Uh, she has enjoyed me being a whiskey drunk because sure. apparently I'm much more uh, agreeable <laughs> than a, a beer drunk, right? Uh, I'm funnier. I'm and so, anyways. But then well, uh, we were we were out to dinner one night, and I and she goes, "Do you think maybe you're drinking a little bit too much?" No. <laughs> no. So I took it as obviously just the sales guy and me. I got to find the way of selling it to myself. And I said, "Well, no, I'm actually drinking a lot less." And she goes, "Yeah, but you're getting drunk just as much." And I said, "Well, you didn't ask me about getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you asked me about drinking, and you I'm did, drinking far less." You know, total volume is total volume. <laughs> I mean, it, whether it's whiskey or beer, it's how many ounces? Right, I, two, three, four ounces at a time. Get a nice little buzz going, and I'm good. Semantics. I hang some shelves. I fix a bed. I, I do whatever. <laughs> they're not great hung shelves, but they're hung. They All right, straight. All right, everybody. Now. Let's at least do something so the people that are listening to the podcast understand why we do a podcast. <laughs> Besides listening to you talk about yeah, your drunkenness with your girlfriend. Right. Ooh, that could be fun. okay. The first this wish is fun. <laughs> Mark's getting. Are you getting upset? A little. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as we record, it is a whopping one degree in Omaha, Nebraska. Mark is sitting closest to the door, freezing his ass off, and he's got a cold, so he's a little cranky this morning. Well, and these assholes won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't now, know why you're surprised, and now there's a sixth asshole barking. What yes, you, but he's cuter than all of that's you. That's a good point. What are we drinking today? Thank you. Today we're gonna, <laughs> today we're gonna try uh, Glen Morangi, which we talked about earlier, called Signet. Signet is a non-age statement Highland single malt Scotch whiskey made by Glen Morangi. Can Glen, I back? Can I back you up real quick? What is a non-age statement? It doesn't. Like, it doesn't have a number of years it was aged on it. Okay. What would be the advantage to that? I mean, don't you want to know how many years it's been aged? Well, here's the problem. What Glen Morangi is doing is putting different ages of whiskey in this bottle, mixing it together and putting it in the bottle. Okay. Under the rules, you can only advertise the age of the youngest whiskey in the bottle. So if they mixed a 30-year-old, which is this is a majority of this is 30-year-old whiskey, if you mix a 30-year-old whiskey and a 10-year-old whiskey, you can't call it a 30-year-old whiskey. You have to call it a 10-year-old whiskey. Right. So they don't put an age statement on it. Even if you mix it 90%, 30 years, doesn't year, matter. If you, put any ten year. if you put any 10-year at all in it, you got to call it 10-year. I do like that rule, too. Because I think it would it, it would spiral out of control really quickly if somebody throwing five percent thirty year in a bottle and calling it a thirty year. Well, which is I why you there's some people that do the opposite of that though. They have like a high 
something that's aged kind of high, but then they dilute it with like a two or four year old. Yeah. But even if it's just like less than one percent, just so they don't have to put the age statement on it. Yeah. There's said to be an element of some of the distillery's oldest and rarest stocks, ranging right wow. from 35 to 40 years old. Hey, does uh, wow. does Chris sell this? No, no, he doesn't. We're no, actually do- no. we're actually doing a scotch that Chris does not sell. Yeah. How about uh, that? I don't think Chris sells anything nope. that we're going to be sipping on Mm-mm. today. By the way, let me just say job, for those team. of you that are listening to Artie in the background, uh, he is playing protector that he usually does. And for those new people listening to the podcast, Artie is Mr. Arthur Walter Buttons, aka Artie, is seven inches tall, eight inches long, and weighs four and a half pounds, and he is Tommy Tough Nuts. Yeah. He thinks he is the baddest ass dog in the world, and he doesn't come past, past your ankle. And uh, we'll just, he's seven inches tall, right? Yes. Okay. And with about a five inch wang. Ye- well, it drags on the ground yeah. when, it, when it's when it's this dog, at I'm attention. I'm so jealous. This dog's body to wang ratio. Body <laughs> <laughs> to wang ratio. Wow. You know, I would like uh, to see the algebra on that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> solve, solve for X. Solve. <laughs> anyway, angle of the day. Glenmo Signet. Glen. Yeah. Glenmo is a Highland Distillery uh, in Tain, Rossshire, Scotland. It started out as a brewery back in the early 1800s, was converted to a distillery in the mid-1800s. Glenmo didn't start pushing their single malts until the 50s. Before that, they were basically a blender. They'd sell to blenders who made blended scotch whiskey. Uh, Signet, as Chris said, has got a lot of old stuff in it, some young stuff in it. The term Signet comes, if you look at a bottle of Glenmo, all of the bottles of Glenmo on some place on them is going to have this little square that's really fancy doodles on the inside. That's called a Signet. This particular Signet, I believe the first recorded use of it was in 800 A.D. Bing. Huh. I'm reading right along. This is awesome. I'm following right along the history. Mark's pulling it out of his head, yeah. and Chris I'm is clicking saying. along on the internet. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, it is a. I, I feel weird when I say it's a beautiful scotch, but it is a beautiful scotch. It's a kind of a golden, maybe dark nut color. Um, not. That's, that Chris, why? I knew I that was so you're, you're the one that stopped. You're the one that stopped. That I, means I you should confused. probably get to a urologist. I was thinking <laughs> deep honey. Anyway, uh, could be deep honey also. I was thinking uh, amber. Yeah. The nose and the palate looks like the are strikingly similar. Bug from that is, they're, they're very fruit forward, almost almost a dessertish fruit. Very very tasty. The finish is wonderful because there is no burn at all to it. I don't know what's the ABV on that. Forty six. Yeah, forty six alcohol. God, I knew that off the top of my head. Ninety two percent or ninety two proof then. Yeah. The stone that actually the signet comes from is actually really cool looking. The Hilton of Cab- C-A-B-D-O-L. Cabdol? Cabdol. Yep. Cabdol stone. Hmm. It's one of them, the Whiskey of the Year in 2016. International oh, God, that's good. You get a whole bunch of the, the palate when it's in your mouth. You get a whole bunch of way deep on your tongue, a place that's usually not touched unless Dan's around. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Kind of a compliment, though. Wow. Um, okay, a little more descriptive. Well, yeah, this is this is well, radio. I, just, I, know, I, mean. I know. It's it's. I'm trying to because when I put my nose up to, there's a different 
There's different levels to... Can I smell this again, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> Pull your pants up, Dan. You don't tell me Let's what to get do. get your pants up. You don't have to do your belt. This isn't Man, open I've been yet. getting this day off. so much fruit. It's my day off. Maybe a little, like, apricot on the nose, but the linger is huge for that. Like, it, I got a little bit of heat on the tip of the tongue, and then it completely dissipated, and the taste is still there. I just got that, too. Like, I was expecting the heat to keep coming, yeah. but then it just... Wow. That is that's really good. What, what do you think, Dan? Wow. That is really good. I could, uh, I could definitely drink that. <laughs> I just got a... I'm trying to find the, what the taste is. Heather Bush? <laughs> Might be Heather Bush. It's really I can't good. place what I the like taste it. is. Son of a gun. Uh, it's the, it, it, No, it's... it's A little bit of hibiscus, a little bit of flour. Yeah, it's the finish of honey. Yeah. It's almost like the pollen flavor. I think it's delightful. Yeah, honey, honey I, do, yeah. Honeydew roasted I would drink cashew. this out of the bottle. Pass it around a campfire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be, this would be great orange. around a campfire. This, this would be good with a uh, the nice mild cigar. Ooh. Sit outside, maybe on a porch like swing campfire somewhere. Listen to the birds <laughs> chirp. This and I wonder if the uh, snow beast would be good together. I think that'd be oversweet because a snow beast is too so sweet. Also, mm. I think you'd want <coughs> a, a little damn kids running in the parking lot. Oh, I hope he slips and falls. God, you're you're cold. We are dicks. Our guy ices the. Oh, come on, let's be honest. Is there anything funnier than seeing a little kid fall down? As long as he's not injured badly. We. <laughs> I, I will always have the video. Fat, of my oh yeah. Fat people. Into oh, yeah. oh God, Chris has this video of his of his kid when he's like, just two, start, two yeah, two, just start just starting to walk well, and he's playing with Chris, and pretty soon he turns around, go run out of the room, and runs right into the door frame. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> really hard. And all you all you hear on this video is Chris laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I shut it off. I should have record. I should have kept recording, but yeah. I was at least to make sure record that he's okay. <laughs> yeah, that way you can justify the yeah. laughing. Like, I mean, I don't. Look, I don't. It think was a it, ooh. It wouldn't win you ten grand, but it would definitely make the audience laugh. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 So. Wouldn't win you dad of the year either. No, yeah. probably not. Truffle oil. So that's that what is <laughs> on this. That's what they say. That's, I, that's the you, hardest. You're, thing you're for reading. Me. He's I'm, reading, tasting notes. I am. Well, it's. I mean, like, uh, okay, okay. Some pretentious fop who says <laughs> another whiskey has the subtle aroma of old saddle leather. Yeah, the, see, that's the thing, though. That's the hardest. And thing. Heather Bush. <laughs> and Heather Bush. Truffle and we were leather. talking last week. We were talking about like the hardest thing for me is placing. That what you're tasting. I thought it was growing hair. Well, that's that's a oh, given. That's, that's right. Low blow, Mark. Low blow. <laughs> I'm okay with just, not just hair on my head. Full disclosure: there's only two guys in the room head. that do have a full head of hair, and that's Kevin and I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Dan shaves his Guilty. on purpose. I do. I, well, he's sh- pure laziness. <laughs> no, laziness is the opposite. Just oh, no. letting it grow and not doing anything. No, because then I'm in sales, that's so I Kevin have to does. do something with my hair every day. I suppose. I can't show up you with just wear a hat. Yeah, those are pretty effective. They won't let me do that. But now they will with my head shaved. Anyway, next we're going to try. Go let ahead. me come back and ask a couple of questions about this. I see on the sticker on the back about $24 per. Full pour. Pour. Full pour? Okay. Yep. Two and a half ounces. It's a, a, great, uh, a great price. I would say yeah. that I think retail on that, depending on where you go, is going to be between. Buck sixty and a buck ninety. You know, if you go to a specialty liquor shop, it's going to be a buck ninety. If you can find it at High V, it'll be buck sixty, buck sixty-five. Yep, you right there. That's, that's right. That's what it's selling online for. I have sixty. I have never. I have not bought retail liquor in twelve years. That way, when they search my credit card, they can't tell how much I drink. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> that's a good tactic. Whiskey number two, Smacky. We are doing the Booker's Kitchen Table, which is the fourth bottle in the 2018 series. Uh, sits at. I can't read it right now. Oh, 64, 64 percent, 128 proof. All right. Just for those of you that are unfamiliar with what that means, okay, as far as taste, that's hot fucking whiskey. Dude, that will, I mean, if, if you haven't trimmed your nose hairs lately, you won't have to after drinking this. This will curl <laughs> them up. Good. It'll curl them up. You don't have to worry about uh, mosquitoes flying up your nose. No. Partially because it's one degree outside. 64. Yeah, 128 proof. 100%. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Have we ever talked about where proof comes from? I mean, I can light no, you with some useless knowledge. Let's try. Okay. Back in the day when the snake oil salesmen were selling barrels of whiskey off the back of a, off the back of a wagon to prove that it was actually whiskey, they would put a little pile of gunpowder on the ground and then pour some of the whiskey on it. And if you drop a match on it and it burns, then it's 100% proof that it is whiskey. Huh. That will happen at at least 50%. So 50% ABV is 100 proof. Anyway. That's good. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this extremely hot whiskey. Booker T. Washington. Is that what you said it is? No, I, I think that's... Booker uh, T. and the MGs. Whoa, no. Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's warm. It's got a great flavor. I mean, it really does. And it's, you even get the flavor over the, over the alcohol. But when it hits the back of your throat, you know you're drinking whiskey. Oh yeah, there's there's a definite burn there. Yeah, this is American whiskey. Now, no no burn on the nose. Like no, I'm smelling the bottle. I don't get anything on the nose either. There's a there's a, there's more sweetness to that than most bourbons. This is one that they that they purposely tried to get a lot of vanilla uh, out of it. Uh, that's that's really good. Now, if I was going to drink that for enjoyment, I would put a little bit of water with it. Slow burn. <laughs> Slow burn. I think I think Dan oh can't speak. <laughs> we broke Dan. We only took two whiskeys. Jesus, that God. might be harsher than the Kentucky Owl. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's not harsh at all. No, I don't think that's. I don't think that's. Well, it, it's got a lovely man. palate. Now, notice started, I didn't use the term smooth it, it because we don't use that word here. It's. It has a lovely palate. It's got great flavor. It's just. Damn. It's just kind of high octane, and yeah. if you were going to drink it. If you're going to drink two and a quarter ounces of that, you're going to put a, you're going to put a half ounce of water with it. Well, that, and this is, is one like that, that Fred No will do yeah. Kentucky tea with, which is when you pretty all. much like go one to one water to whiskey, and it's called Kentucky tea, and that's that's I, how old Fred No, seventh generation master hmm. distiller. This is uh, a little little like short red haired guy that drinks a lot, and he is a hoot. I like the potential this because I'm thinking it's probably about $120 a bottle. Oh, no, not even that. No? Uh, well, oh, these, these ones, since this one's already a couple years old, it'll be a little more difficult to find. Yeah. But I, I want to say that, that when these ones came out, they were 80 to 100, somewhere in there. I think the, the newest one we got, which is the Kentucky Ham. Country Ham. Country Ham. Mm. I think that just That's nudged 60. over a hundo. Which was the first one to go over a hundred? Booker started this thing. When did they start? It's 2017. Sometimes when they, start, uh, when they started naming all the bookers. Let me look. Before, I think we have like 2000. Okay. But what they're doing is every time they bottle a batch, 
Freddy's tastes it and decides what he wants to name it. And he started out by naming it. He named one after his longtime secretary. Teresa's Batch. She Ter- was one of the longest standing distillery employees. And if really, if you, th- and that one, but the more, more recent ones, if you think of the name while you're drinking it, you will, you will understand why they called it that. I mean, my favorite is still is the new one, the country ham, because it tastes like, you know, those spiral sliced mm. honey crusted ham? Honey baked ham. Honey baked ham. It has a distinct honey baked ham flavor. Oh, yeah, you get, a, you get a lot of kind of that glaze with uh, maybe a little bit of clove. So he named it after it was. Yes, yeah, he names it after. They- when they so bottle he, it. it, it came out, and he's like, "You know, this tastes like a honey glazed ham." Well, what what they do is he um, they name all these bottles after focal points in their lives, like the one that we're tasting today is called Kitchen Table. Uh, it doesn't kitchen, taste like a table. Ki- it does not taste <laughs> <laughs> taste like a table one. Thank you for your input, Kevin. It's well, not you were it's the other not very woody. Like ham, and this one doesn't. I like well, the clarification though, because yeah, there is true. some whiskeys out there that apparently taste like old that. saddle leather. So, so I, what you what you have to remember about Kevin, if you haven't met him, it's like he's a, he's a man of few words, but a man of huge zingers. You just have to pay attention. Yep. I like zingers. Yeah, for this being like twenty eight proof, it doesn't. When you hear at all. that, when you hear that. 128 proof. You're like, oh my god, this is gonna be hot. I didn't really get. No, this is me. I didn't get too much mouth burn at all. Like it was all slow roll, it, it, slow I, burn. It's all finished burn. Yeah, yeah. I, well, um, I think the Booker's. Uh, I think that's fantastic. I think they're all phenomenal I, whiskeys. I would There's love a to, couple of them in there that aren't my favorite, but they're still not bad at all for this price. That's what I was kind of I mean, getting to at the beginning. I would love to try this in the Tennessee tea, you called it? Yeah. Kentucky Ken- tea? Kentucky tea. Version of it, because I, I think it's the, the proof is much more than I, I prefer. Well, and, and most people do have to water down their bookers. They're all, they're all pretty fiery. Which, I, in the end, I like that because, I mean, if I get to water something down and I like it even more, then I'm just saving money. Mm-hmm. Right, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, buying a, a high-proof alcohol is a cost-effective investment because you are going to water it down. So instead of having four-fifths of a quart, you have a quart and a quarter. Yeah. So for for bookers, why wouldn't they take this bottle, which let's just assume that they sell this for 90 bucks, and they, at the at the distillery, water it down 40% more water and sell that bottle for 75 bucks. Well, because it taste better this way. Well, and that's okay. part of their shtick. They Is, that's okay. that's their thing. If you want to drink straight 80 proof whiskey, go buy Northern Lights or Canadian Club or some other crap that doesn't taste like anything. You're drinking whiskey, man. This is what it's about. Well, and the the heat gives it some of its charm, I think. I agree. Anyway, Kevin is we're te- we're tasting a special beer today. Yes. After last week and <laughs> Looking on the internet and stuff, talking about Snow Beast, I thought of a beer that I w- would have, I thought was funny, and we could make a nice joke with, at least. I didn't pour it right away, because it is not a dark beer, so it doesn't, you know, get necessarily... Kevin, too much explanation. It, Keep uh, going. It's kind of pea-colored. Well, like it, it beer. Is, it is a Kolsch-style beer, so... It's a what? A Kolsch. Which those Kolsch. make you pee a lot. A German-style, basically a lager. Oh, well, it's got to be good very, if it's German Very nice style. and crisp. <laughs> It's more of a session beer. It is. It is made by Kincaider, so uh, it is Dan the Wiser, and he might be a little wiser now that he finally took a sip of it. Don't like that. Even though it's named after you? Yeah. I don't well, like that. Someone named Dan. Well, I, I, let me say it's not bad. I don't think I would order a glass of it. I wouldn't turn it away if someone bought it for me. 
Kolsch's are great to yeah, warm weather that's beers. Kev, what's, what's the ABV on that? Uh, only 4.3. So it's a sessionable beer. You can sit out Easily. on the back porch. And that's what Kolsch's are for. Yep. And that drink. might be a better time for it. Traditionally in Germany, they give but you But basically what we're glass. saying here is Dan is not wiser. No. Dan doesn't know shit. Right. That's why I'm the new guy. Well, yep. it's all subjective. But you know, traditionally, like they give you uh, smaller glasses in Germany of Kolsch's, and then until you basically set your glass upside down, then they will just keep bringing you more glasses. Oh, of it that sounds great, right? Like if, if oh, it's almost gone. Well, here's, here's another one, and, <laughs> and it's just that sounds like nice, a very very slippery slope. So I'm probably not going to make it back to my hotel on my own. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have Uber in Germany so you can just put in the address of your I, hotel? I would assume so. Maybe just a large, robust woman will carry you back to your well, hotel. I know they have Uber. The I mean, I mean, if she can carry you and all those there. beers and uh, at the same time, it'd be perfect, right? That Wait a minute, would be didn't awesome. It would be like sleeping on a bed of beers. Didn't some country that just outlaw wet. Uber? France or Germany? I can't remember who it was that outlawed them. I would That's shocking. Be France. I'm shocked. France, probably because the uh, the taxi drivers are all union. Uh, oh yeah. And the unions in France basically run the country. I've ridden in one taxi in France, and that's enough for my life. I know exactly how Princess Di died. <laughs> Those wow. guys tried try, try riding in a taxi in, in in Midtown Manhattan. Oh, Jesus. Vegas. I've done lots of taxis. Someday in Vegas. I will. Those are scary. So we've tried the Glenmore. I'm going to Vegas in May Sigma. if you want to go. Do I have to pay for myself? Yes. Damn it. I like you, Dan. I don't like you that much. I can't afford your Vegas. Well, there's cheaper rooms in the hotel. I'm six miles off the strip kind of Vegas for me. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Airbnb <laughs> Vegas. I'm, I'm, $100 Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm top floor suite. <laughs> I know. It's You own the biggest whiskey bar in the Midwest. I don't make any money doing this. Uh, well, I know. I live off my wife. Because you used to, and, and, I, and then I came around. <laughs> uh, Glenn Morangy Cigna. Signet. Signet. Signet was what we tried. And then the Booker's Kitchen Table. Kitchen Table. Okay. And then... Kincaders. Uh Dan the Wiser. Dan the Wiser. How okay. couldn't I remember that? Yeah, okay. exactly. I don't know. You and can't remember my last name, so that's a good point. As one more whiskey to try, since Chris is very excited about this, we are going to try an Indian whiskey. And we're not gonna pour much of it in a glass because no one's gonna like it. Now on the label it says brilliance, and I would disagree with that. Which one is it? This is the Paul John Two brilliance. first names, man. God. Just nothing Single is working out for this. That's, that's all <laughs> Two first really names. There's so many red flags. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's <laughs> port in a glass, port in a glass. Non-chill filtered, non-peated, batch number three. Hey, non-peated's got... It's got going that for it. Yeah, I, didn't, I chose not to grab the peated one because <laughs> I don't Thank think you. that one's had more than a couple. Way to go, radio guy. because yeah, what's the... Because uh, we don't like Pete on this show. Fuck Pete. Fuck Pete. Exactly. Ooh, that's he's a great, only, great only face. Here an hour a week. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's Chris the, is just nosing it. Yeah. And his whole <laughs> well, face is wrinkling. It was the iodine, <laughs> the iodine like iodineness or whatever you want. It's to all know. the astringency and yeah, it's um. Why is the bottom? Why do you got? Why is the bottle got to smell like decent? And then you put it in a glass and it's like. Well, it's because totally you, well, you just smelled friends. the bottle. You didn't God. take the cork out and well, smell it. We're not drinking inside. that out of your fancy smelling glasses. It's true. Yeah, you can smell a little bit of that antiseptic-ness to it. <laughs> Do you hear the Listerine commercial jingle playing in the back of your head? A so cool part of it like lingers on the tongue, and it's the part that you don't want to linger on the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably the best way that I could. I love that you're giving all these words of encouragement to Dan, who's about to take a sip now, too. <laughs> I bet he doesn't overreact like he did with the bookers. It's not near as harsh as a book. You mean just react? I don't think yeah. that was an overreaction. I think that was his general reaction. 
Guys, I don't mind that. Oh, Dan. That's not... Dan, Dan I've I given can... you better whiskey. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I don't... For 10 bucks a drink, I don't mind that. It's, it's wooded. surprisingly it's... sweet. Yeah. I don't get any char or vanilla out of it. It's very disappointing. A little bit it's of vanilla. Just, it's just the, the, the whole first. thing to me, what I get out of it, there is a little bit of sweetness, but what I, it's just antiseptic, medicinal. Yeah, it's very uh, It's not near as, as, and as the, potent, though. I mean, it's it's just... Are you trying to say it's not as alcoholic-y? No, no, I'm saying the antiseptic. Like, that. the, the last one that we tried during the Whiskey Wednesday was... Oh, that's a good Can you remember which one? On, yeah, on Wednesday. <laughs> It was a while ago. I mean, like. Anyways, whatever it was, it, that was that was very. And we hard were drinking. Drink. That well, was you guys very were, hard I to wasn't. drink. I was pouring. It was. I a, saw you take a couple sips. Well, I'd, I'd sip on anything I haven't tried yet. You gotta you gotta know it so I can talk about it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Th- that was very very antiseptic. I mean, it was just very difficult to drink. This you can taste it a little bit, but I think it's palatable. I don't mind it. Speaking of whiskey Wednesday, have you guys decided what the next one's gonna be yet? Because that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Two weeks. In two weeks. We're going to do bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Bourbon. Which we've picked, we've picked a few out. Fantastic. We'll keep it a surprise, but it'll right. be bourbon. It'll be. So we'll, we'll reveal, we'll do the, the big reveal. I always love that. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Next week. And honestly, we've picked them out, but I have to talk to my reps to make sure they're available. Yeah. Because I don't want to say we're doing a whiskey and then find out I can't buy it. That'd I, su- be a little I suggested we do the Jefferson Twin Oak because you know how much of a fan you are of it. No, we should do something I don't know of. Uh, that's why I thought it'd be funny. These should all be centered around making we're gonna, Dan happy. We're going to do a Dan tasting. <laughs> pretty, yeah. pretty sure all of them are ones that you might not have. Can had we yet, do? So. Can we do a Dan tasting one of these times? Because then, because there's like four or five whiskeys that I've just always wanted to try. Well, like, what are the like whiskeys that you want well, to try? Like yeah. Whistle Pig. I hear a lot about Whistle Pig. We almost did whistle. Pig. Uh, we were gonna do we were gonna do a rye tasting, and then I found out I couldn't get Whistle Pig Old World Twelve, and that just ruined it. So we're not doing rye. Yeah. Whenever you do these, it's always very much a. Maybe we'll have to do a special episode on a Wednesday. There and, you go. Uh, it'll be Dan's whiskey tasting, and if we did that, I wouldn't get it edited and on until <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be you recovering. Can't, you can't like edit it on Sunday night because you got to record another episode on. It's true. Night. Yeah. Since so, we record true. on yeah. Sundays. Yeah. That would be a problem. Unless Dan has the Monday off. That's right. Then we then we move to Monday morning. All right, guys. I think that's it for us today. Tune in for next week's episode. We will reveal what the next Whiskey Wednesday is at Library Pub. If you're in the Omaha area, if you're within traveling distance and you want to come see what they have, check out the Whiskey the uh, Library Pub Omaha Facebook page. There's pictures up that from contributed from different uh, people of all the different whiskeys that they have in the uh, in the bar. There is a massive amount of whiskeys that you can try. Coming up, uh, what is it, February 2nd? No, that's not the right date. It'll be the, the first Wednesday in February. Yeah, and I don't know what that is off the top of my head. I think it's the 5th. 5th. February 5th will be the next Whiskey Wednesday. Typically going to be 40 bucks a person, and, and you get five samples. It's a great time. It's a lot of fun. You get to learn some stuff. You get to try some new stuff. There's been whiskeys that I didn't think I would like that I've now fallen in love with, so I would highly suggest you guys come out to these. In your area, if, if you're outside of the Omaha area, you can always find out what Library Pub is doing, librarypubomaha.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we're going to do it again next week. And Peace you. out. Fuck Don't forget you. to check us out on the Untapped app for Kevin's uh, beers. And that's all I got. All right. Bye. Good job. Bye. Have a great day. Matt James. Bye. Good job, Dan.